0: Hello and welcome to the Glow Up with Becca podcast. I'm Becca and I'm going to be your host through this series, interviewing different people about their health and fitness journeys. Some people might talk about weight loss, others fitness, and others about finding their authentic selves. I'm really excited that you're here to join me on this journey. So let's get started. It's time to glow up with Becca.
1: Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, So, should I introduce myself, yeah? Yeah, please go ahead and introduce yourself. So, I'm Sophie from Sophie K Slim on TikTok, and over the past two years, well, over the course, I'd say, of six months, I lost 44 pounds, and then last year gained back um, about 20. Okay. Um, So, I am back on the journey again yes 2.0 yeah 2.0 the last one as well
0: (laughs) yeah the last the final round (laughs) yeah I am am, I'm I'm on day six
1: of 75 hard so nice can't wait to see where I'm going to be at the end of that
0: we so we both we met via tiktok last year when we were both fully on it we were both trying to lose weight and both had a lot of success from weight loss last year. But I'm sure you'll agree that you lose the weight, but that's not the end of the story. You don't just lose it and think, ah, well I've lost all the weight now and I'll just continue with my life. It yeah. is a process, it's it's a journey. You have You'll lose a bit of weight, gain a bit back as you work out how you can fit your lifestyle into this process. And I think it's a bit of trial and error And it takes a long time to figure out what that looks like for
1: you. Yeah. I think one of the biggest things that I've learned, um, most of my viewers will know that I went through a breakup at the start of last year and Mm -hmm. I just threw myself into this weight loss journey. I did this challenge and it was, it it was the, the, the healthiest I've ever dealt with a breakup. However, I never dealt with any of my emotions. Right. And they came back to bite me big time mm-hmm. in the summer. And I also think that having that one of the things I'm going to be super mindful with this next challenge that I'm on is yes, I'm doing 75 hard, but that doesn't mean it's over at the end of the challenge. Yeah. This is basically just an intensive way for me to get back to where I was mm-hmm. and get into a routine. Because for for me, as I've said in a few videos recently, I have come to learn about myself. I've always known that I'm a control freak. But I am a real control freak in everything that I do. And that is why working with trainers doesn't work for me. Yeah. I have to be accountable for myself. Yeah. And a challenge helps me to do that. And I, and I also think that having a platform where people I know are watching my videos and if I don't post people are like where are you yeah that is my accountability um and yeah I think the 75 hard challenge will get me back to where I was but I've already now dealt with a lot of the emotion behind it and I think for anyone who is starting out on a weight loss journey that's something you have to be super mindful of That, you know, one of the best things that I ever learned was um, when I first started working with my nutritionist, I was really beating myself up about my emotional eating and the, the fact that I used to binge eat. Yeah. And she said to me, you have to think of it as that has been your tool, your Every time you're feeling sad, every time you've been angry, you're using food. It could be other things. It could have yeah. been alcohol. It could have been drugs. So just yeah. be thankful that your your vice has been food, mm-hmm. and that you can work to fix that without a huge amount of long term effects to your body. And I was like, Do you know what? Because I think a lot of people who suffer with eating eating disorders, like you know, binge eating, emotional eating, they're all. We all sort of have this level of guilt. Yeah. That, that, oh, well, why why do I keep doing this? And actually, you have to try and flip it and see it as a positive that you've been using it. And now, whilst you're learning how to fuel your body, how to feel better through what you eat and how you move your body, you can also try and learn how to deal with your emotions properly.
0: Yeah, it's about finding that root of why you do what you do yeah and I can totally relate in terms of eating and reaching for snacks but also in terms of reaching for that glass of wine and thinking okay I think to myself it's because I want to relax but actually I don't need the wine or I don't need the snacks to do that I can find other ways and a lot of a lot of this a lot of having a glow up or feeling better is about what other things can i do to make me feel like that and working out and going on walks and connecting with other people definitely are really amazing things that can go in in place of that
1: i mean you've done what you're you've just got your 90 days
0: yes that's so good yeah Congrats. 90 days alcohol free I spoke about this in my in the first episode of the podcast about going alcohol free and for me it's been a complete game changer but last year when I started the glow up I stopped drinking but then I went back to it and I lost 35 pounds last year but then I gained back five or six pounds over summer and into Christmas yeah um I, for me, I think when I drink more, I snack more, I work out less, I sleep, I don't sleep as well. And they all contributed to me gaining a little bit of weight back. Not a lot, but a little bit. But I, I perhaps more recently have really identified that root cause of why I do reach for a drink or why I do reach for snacks. And now I'm thinking, actually, I know that there's there's things I can do that will make me feel so much better. Yeah. And I'm back
1: on that path. I mean, path. as a... Sorry, go on.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say, I'm, I'm back on that path. And both of us lost some weight, gained some back, and now we're back on it. And I think probably a lot of people relate to that. But that's okay, because you took a huge step forward, a huge step forward, learned a lot of stuff, and then maybe you try to go back to your life a bit. And now we're taking that next step with all the learnings from that first big step. Yeah. And we're really going to go places this second time. It's okay, I think, to restart and go back
1: a little bit. Definitely. I mean, as an example, that's um, so I'm not drinking as part of my challenge. Yeah. And, you know, coming to that decision to do 75 hard over my 30th birthday was huge because... There's just this perception that oh well, why on earth would you want to be doing it on your birthday? But then I sat back yeah. and I was like actually the only the only reason I wouldn't was for other people. Yeah, and it's you know and and let's just say like I go through the challenge and I did have a drink. I wouldn't sit here and beat myself up about it if I did do it. But I think having that intention in place. And also, like, last night, I went out with some of my housemates and didn't drink. This morning, I woke up, I feel fresh. I've sat with my housemate playing on the Xbox, like, having the time of my life. And I'm not hungover. I don't feel tired. I'm not reaching for food to try and make me feel better. Yeah. Two of of my housemates are, like, crashed. One's on the sofa, one's still in bed. And I'm really (laughs) glad to not be in that position.
0: Yes. It's, it's making me think. We went out for dinner in London uh, end of last year and yeah. we had mocktails and it was so much fun. Like, it, was it was the best so, night.
1: It was such a good night.
0: It was. Such a good night. We were laughing and talking about our goals. and we, I think alcohol connects you with someone like, at a really fast pace. But we found other ways to connect in terms of talking about what our goals were and what we wanted to get out of life and we've both got lots going on at the moment, loads of different projects. Yeah. And that kind of energy is so exciting and it lasts. Whereas that drunk energy is really exciting in the moment, but oh you pay for it the next day and it doesn't last.
1: Yeah, and it's it's exactly like I was reading a book, Alcohol Explained. Did oh, you I good. think you might have recommended this? Yes. <laughs>
0: It's for me. It's the one. It's
1: the book that changed it. Yeah, and I li- listening to that book and how your brain is changed. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, I really relate to that because I do do that, and I notice myself mm-hmm. like if I've gone like when I used to go day drinking, I'm a little bit old for it now, but I used to go. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I say, like I feel like the pandemic has aged aged me at least ten years. <laughs> <laughs> Like, now I go out and I'm like, oh, my God, where's all the people my age? What's yeah. happened? But, um, um, you know, going out day drinking. And if you come home at, like, 5, 6 o'clock, you crash. Yeah. And in fact, I'm having a hangover and I've not even been to sleep yet. Oh, no. And, and he's <laughs> so right that if you have another drink, that goes away. So you're basically yeah. just, like, like what's the word? Aneth you're you're like you have a drink and the anesthetic in that drink just gets rid of those horrible feelings but actually your body would feel like that if it wasn't that anesthetic which is crazy
0: but the way i view it is it's like um of getting a bank loan like you owe some money and you you owe it but if someone else is saying oh i'll pay that loan off for you you think oh great the problem is sorted for today but you think oh but tomorrow i've got to pay the other person back yeah way I view it you're just kind of like okay the problem is gone for today but the problem is still there tomorrow and it's gonna hit me really hard Yeah.
1: yeah it's it's that's a really good analogy and I think also that like with the for me on a weight loss journey like I'm never gonna say that I'm never gonna drink again yeah because i do like to go out and to have fun and to have a good time with my friends but i think yeah. one of the things i've realized about myself is i'm, I'm a very all or nothing person yeah. and i'm i'm pretty sh- like i know that there are people that could continue to drink and to be on a weight loss journey but i think yeah. f- for me i don't have that ability to know my limit and to say stop mm-hmm. and it's unfortunate i wish i could be one of those people but <laughs> i'm just not yeah and if and if I'm ever going to get to my goal then yeah. I have to even if it's just for a few months just to really get my head in the game it's mm. what it's what I have to do and i think that that's also that's something for anyone who's going embarking on a way of a journey you really have to sit sometimes and and figure out who you are yeah. what are your triggers what are the what are the environments that you can't be in or that you need to make change Are there people that trigger you to forget about who you are and your goals? Yeah. For me, that's a huge thing. Like, there are people that I find it really difficult to not drink around. So that might mean Mm -hmm. that for the next few months, I maybe don't get to see them as much. Or if I do see them, I plan something that is in specific times. Tonight, I'm going to a friend's birthday and they're having, like, a pre-drink in a concierge of their apartment building. And then they're going to a club and I can <laughs> go and I know that I'll feel comfortable in that setting. And yeah. then when everyone goes to the club, I'm going to swipe out the back door and no one's going to know. And it, like sort of changing and thinking, preempting a situation before you go into it. Because yeah. if, for me, I'm very easily swayed and I also suffer massively with FOMO. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and so, there are certain things that I know I'll be able to go to and there are other things that I'm better off as painful as it will be for me to know that everyone's there and I'm not I know that I I wouldn't have the what's the word not I wouldn't have like the discipline within myself to go not drink or to go and not eat everything that's there And so until I'm back to, I mean, when we filmed the last podcast, I remember at that point I was in such a good place with food and I'm not there now. I need to get back to that. And then things will be easier, I think.
0: And that's what makes doing these challenges so good because we're not saying avoid all places where there might be food or there might be drink. It's just about saying for the next month or for 75 days, this is what I'm going to focus on because we both know that when you have that real focus, it makes a
1: huge difference in terms of starting your journey. I mean, because... let's say, for example, last last night, yeah. if I'd have gone out and I'd have had a, a drink at yeah. every, every venue we went to and I'd have got a kebab and chips on the way home, I'm probably looking at an additional 2,000 calories on, what, on top of what I'd ate yesterday. Yeah. And I'd already had my breakfast, my lunch, and my dinner. Instead, I went out and I had two non alcoholic beers that yeah. were like 70 calories each. And then I had two Diet Cokes and a water. So I still had a drink in every venue, but I only cost myself 140 calories. And then when we came home, rather than have a kebab and chips, which would have been so much, I had some um, like grilled chicken. Did you? And so, yeah, and and so wow. like, but if I'd have been drunk, of course I yeah. wouldn't have had that. I wouldn't have had the, the like discipline because your inhibitions are gone. But because okay. I was sober, I went in and I was like, no, okay, I can still have something from the kebab shop and the experience of like yeah. you know going to the kebab shop on your way home. But instead, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna have some grilled chicken, and it was delicious yes and the more you do that and the more you're like you know you know when you wake up the day after a night out and you just feel you've got the fear and you're like oh the fear like the I drank so much what did I say like yeah. you
0: know what did like what did I
1: have I watched someone on, on Instagram the other day that had gone out and she woke up in the morning and she found a McDonald's wrapper in a in her pocket and that's oh, thing you do when you've had a drink. Yeah. or just stumble home. And before you know it, you've ruined a week's work. Like, hard work. Because it is hard to be disciplined all the time. It's
0: really hard, yeah. And there's probably, there's probably people who, all week, are really strict with what they eat and they're really healthy. And then they get to the weekend and they go on this big night out. And that is what's massively holding them back. Yeah. From being successful. but. Yeah. I mean, personally, I don't drink at all, but I'm sure loads of people can go out and have a few drinks. Um, but I suppose, yeah, it's just about moderating it if you're able to. And if you're not able to, maybe thinking about having a full break as well.
1: Yeah. yeah. So and I know just, that I feel my best. Oh, same. I yeah. feel so much better without it. It's, it's the sleep, I think. I think the, 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 the maddest thing for me is like the, the mental clarity and that yeah that's true yeah like you know done Like i I, i'm i'm perfectly happy knowing that i've got a when we've when we finish this podcast recording i'm gonna go out for a walk i've got a workout to do and it's not like a you know yeah i'm obviously not like woohoo yeah let's do it but at the same time i'm not like oh this is going to be horrendous because Mm -hmm. there's a certain element of like energy that i think i feel Because I've not been pumping my body full of basically toxins.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's um. That I think that brings us nicely onto motivation, because I get asked a lot around how do I stay motivated, and I'm sure you do too. Yeah. And I watched one of your uh, videos the other day where you said you never regret doing a workout or doing a run. Yeah. And I think often I am not in the mood to go on a run or, or go outside but you just have to put your trainers on and start moving and then you feel good it's just about getting past that first little hurdle and then once you do that you you can keep going and often you can go for much longer than you thought you could
1: a hundred percent I think that um another reason why challenges and don't get me wrong 75 hard is very intense but even just if you're if you're someone who's embarking on something, say it's your first time and you feel like you've got a, a huge amount of weight to lose. Just giving yourself a list. I am a list person through and through. I love it. I, yeah. to be honest, I don't get very much done unless it's on my list. <laughs> and I've always been that way. And I think mm-hmm. if you just say to yourself that you, for, for a long time, mine was just a morning walk. I didn't stipulate how many steps I had to do, where I was going. I just said a morning walk. And it meant that it was the first thing I did. I got up, brushed my teeth, put my hair up, get out the door. And even if that was a 10-minute walk, just getting up and out of the house completely changed my entire life. Yeah, And I think, you know, we both, we're both massive advocates for walking for weight loss you know you really don't need to do that much outside of that especially when you're first starting out but to get up and out for a walk and the likelihood is that when you leave the door and you get outside and you're like oh what a nice day it is Mm -hmm. and then you're like maybe I'll just go this way and then before you know it you've actually been out for a half an hour walk you've got half your steps for the day and you come back home and you're like the worst thing is when you've got up and you've got up late and you've got to start work, or you've got to go to work, and you finish work, and all you want to do is go home and curl on a ball on the sofa, and yeah. you've got 10,000 steps. And that is just so unachievable at that point in the day that that's why people just don't do it. Whereas even yep. if you can get up and out and get 3,000 steps in, and then throughout the day you're pottering about, by the time you get home of an evening, if you've only... Like I did it the other day. I went to a coffee shop, and I bought <laughs> new boots and I blistered oh, the yeah. back of my feet and I had to get an uber home and I had two and a half thousand steps left that was easy I just put on a get fit with Rick got my steps in
0: yeah because and you were close to the goal and exactly I think that if you can someone said to me the other day win the morning and you win the day and it's so true That is so get, good saying. walk in the morning and if you can get your first litre of water at the start of the day, that's going to be a good day because I agree, waking up just before you start work or just before you to leave, that whole day is really tough. Yeah, 100%. And especially with lockdown and people working from home, loads of people probably have that routine where they just think, oh, the last second I'll wake up. But if you can just get up an hour before that or two hours before that, get out on a walk and I like the idea of thinking it just has to be a walk not of a certain time a certain distance I've got to just do a walk then you start the day in such a different place and you're going to have a successful day compared to if you just did everything up to the second yeah dial into a team's meeting or whatever
1: yeah and I also think that like like I get so many comments on my videos of people saying how are you so motivated what what is it like almost as if i if I could sell motivation in a bottle, if anyone could sell motivation in a bottle, we'd all be rich, yeah, but you it, it, I think one of the things that I've had to come to terms with is that it just doesn't exist i I don't think i like I don't feel motivated to go out for a walk every day, I don't feel motivated to get a workout in every day, I don't feel motivated to eat salads but discipline over time if you can discipline yourself enough to even if that's just starting small and getting out for a walk going and you know picking a skinny cappuccino instead of a cappuccino just making very small yeah like uh, decisions that are, are sort of disciplining yourself then over time when you start seeing the results when you feel how good your body feels, when you feel how much more energy you have, that becomes your motivation. Yes. When, when you feel awful in yourself and you're not feeling confident and you don't want to go places or be in pictures, like that's where I was at the start. The very, very start of my journey. I had very little pictures of myself. Now, if someone gets a bad photo of me, I'm like, send me that. <laughs> that's that's, that's going to be a before picture for me. <laughs> whereas like you know yeah. at the start of my journey I would not be in pictures
0: and it's funny with the pictures because I used to take loads of different pictures and still not be happy with them whereas I would say since losing the weight I, I mean obviously I've got the old one that doesn't look very good but on the whole I'm happy with them because I'm happy with my weight and how I look and I think my confidence has boosted a lot since before my weight loss journey Yeah, Um, But the thing you said about um, being disciplined is so true. I think it's not about motivation. You don't just feel motivated one day or think, oh, as soon as I feel motivated, start working out or walking, I'll do it. You have to be disciplined and then the motivation comes. Someone said to me the other day, people think once you've got the job of your dreams or you've hit your goal weight, you will be successful and happy. But actually, it's only when you are successful and happy that you get those things that you want. So you've got to turn it on on its head, 100%. start with emotions, and then you'll start to want to. You get to a point where you think, "I can't wait to go on my walk. I want the sun to rise so I can get outside." Yeah, and that's the place to be.
1: Yeah, it is a hundred percent. And I think also, like with the walking. More so than just the fact that it's so good for weight loss. It's so good for your mental health. And I it think is. that's one of the biggest things that I learned. In Like 2021 was a really difficult year for me. And, you know, I, I've, I, I of course, accomplished a lot in the first few months. And then writing my dissertation was soul destroying. Um, yeah. But I got the first class degree and I'm Woo! super proud of myself for that but I didn't deal with any of my emotions and it was very easy for me to just start to wallow in self-pity, but I'd have just kept up then with getting out for a daily walk. I honestly think it would have made such a drastic difference to my mental health and in turn my journey as a whole. So I think more so like this time round, I'm not looking at it as much as it's like a weight loss, um, like a a weight loss journey it's Mm -hmm. like a finding myself type journey yeah and you know being the, the best version of myself and that means physically emotionally mentally everything um and I think once for for most people if you can sort of differentiate between what you look like externally and what you feel like internally you start to really see the journey completely different thing and stop seeing it as an enemy we had this conversation before actually when I was like yeah. four, when I, I think at that point I was about 40 pounds down mm-hmm. and you know how you often just look at how far you've got to go yeah and I'm actually reading right now the power of now and it keeps yeah. reminding me like the only thing that exists is now mm-hmm and like for i've been i keep saying that to myself because it actually blows my mind that you know we're often so worried about so many people comment on my videos like oh i've got so much to lose i'm worried i'll have loose skin that's not a problem for right now that's not yeah i agree because you, know, you, you don't know that you will and you know i yeah. i probably am going to i might have loose skin at the end of my journey but that's no reason for me to not do it and so true. If I sit and ask myself, like, in the now, right now, am I all right right now? Yeah. Could mm-hmm. I go out for a walk right now? Yeah. So why am I worrying about timings? And, and, of course, there's an element of it that's, like, trying to fit things into your schedule. But you, everyone can fit in a 10-minute walk every day. Yeah. That's you
0: know. it. It doesn't have to be this huge thing. Just doing a 10-minute walk at the start and the end of your working day is what's going to make the difference. Yeah. And in terms of, is it about weight loss? I think for a lot of people, it starts off being about weight loss, but then actually it just becomes, a, it's all about finding your authentic self, what yeah. makes you happy. And doing those little things like the extra steps, drinking more water, eating food that makes you feel good, that is what all builds up to you being in a really strong position to, to handle life and when yeah. you can handle life, you, you feel better. I think you can, I think if you start with the, your health, the rest of it follows.
1: And Definitely. once
0: you start to prioritize your health and well-being, I find that I connect better with people. I do better at work. I've got, I'm more focused on my hobbies and I work harder. And I just think everything in life gets better, but you've got to start with you and the insides and I think part of that is physical health in terms of what you eat, how much you move your body. But then, as you said, it is also about thinking what triggers me, what makes me tick, what's the reason that I'm reaching for this or eating that. And you've got to do all that, that inner work. But once you do, it's it's great to get the weight loss, but it's it's about so much more than that.
1: Definitely. And I think that's often... Like, one of the biggest misconceptions, I think, with, like, calorie deficit that I've found is, like, I do see quite a lot of videos online of people doing a calorie deficit, but still eating. You, you can, technically, eat a cal- cal- eat in a calorie deficit and eat McDonald's for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Technically. Technically, you could. <laughs> But is your body going to be working in the best way that it possibly can? No. and, And I get, you know, yes, I still have a chocolate bar or a packet of crisps every now and again. But I really think that starting to educate yourself on what is in foods and why we reach for them. There's a brilliant TV show that was on... I think it was towards the end of last year called um, What What Are We Feeding Our Kids? And they did the research on a guy basically ate processed food for a month and they measured everything. And his entire brain had created new pathways to make him want all of the processed food. Wow. And so I think over time what my goal is – above and beyond all of the challenges and the weight loss is being a control freak. I want to be in control of what I'm putting into my body. I don't want these massive companies to be dictating what I eat because they've pumped loads of hormones into a food. Yeah, And, you know, when you go into the supermarket and you see all of these, like, locale options, I bought so many of them at the start of my journey. And I found that I was eating four or five at a time. Yeah, and the over time, people, I'm trying to find better versions of everything as well.
0: I think everybody falls into that. I don't know if it's a trap, but I see a lot of videos of what I eat in a day. And I'm seeing like 10 skinny whip bars or five packets of air or whatever people <laughs> are buying. And I think, okay, yeah, that meat, that's if you fit those into your calorie deficit, it's fine, you'll lose weight. But if you want to lose weight and feel good, you have got to prioritize fruit and veg and high protein and things that are going to make you feel good because yeah. there's a really strong link between what you eat and how you feel because you've got your neurotransmitters in your brain like your serotonin, your dopamine, but you've also got those neurotransmitters in your gut. So yeah. if you are were- just eating 1500 calories worth of junk you are not going to feel good and I think people say I've been on a calorie deficit for weeks but I feel rubbish and I would just ask what are you eating because I certainly don't want to be skinny and sad I want to (laughs) be happy and healthy and energized and feel good because that's where the good stuff lies
1: exactly it's so true and I think that's one of the, you know, one of the biggest mistakes I think I made on every weight loss journey I've made up until this point where I, I can't believe I was 28 when I discovered a calorie deficit. I don't know where <laughs> I'd been. Like, I feel like I was hiding under a rock. Yeah. And I think I told you last time, like, I literally bought this this program online and I sat and cried because it was just another one of those, like, high fat, no carb diets. Yeah. And when i did some research and found calorie deficit i was like oh my god mm-hmm. like this this is what i've been looking for all all of this time but yeah. every single time on a journey before i had always gone all or nothing yeah and this time round i'm not doing that with a calorie deficit i'm setting my calories to the highest i possibly can yeah and you know, I mean, I say the highest I possibly can. At the moment, I have a huge gap between my TDEE and my BMR. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not sure why that is. I think that's because I'm on both ends of the spectrum. So I've gone up in weight, but I'm very active. Right. Okay. Yeah. So there's, there's quite a big gap. So I, I wouldn't, I'd say I'm on the lower end, like further yeah. away from that. But um every time before I would have gone like all in. And yeah. I would not be so regimented that you feel like you're depriving yourself so much that you end up just binging or,
0: you oh, know, yeah. eating,
1: going out and just ordering whatever, everything you possibly could off the menu. This time round, you know, yes, I'm not drinking, but I'm still going to go out and enjoy time with my friends. Absolutely, um, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm. I'm sticking to a calorie deficit. I'm still going to have a packet of crisps. I'll just have either a lower calorie version, a healthier version. I love the Eat Real lentil chips. They are so good. And, like, even little things like rice cakes. I noticed you've been having rice cakes on your um. Yeah. I found these gluten-free ones from... They're in, like, the free-from section in Tesco's. They're, like, a circle. They are so delicious. Yes. And I think like i'm a, I, I like like filling foods mm-hmm. and those rice cakes amazing yeah and way but, better for you to have something like that than to have half a packet of digestive biscuits but you and could
0: have a couple of digestives and, why and are those rice cakes the rice cakes that's it i think that is the key i think you if you can think about having a little bit of, of what you want but then adding in some other things you are still getting to enjoy it but you're filling yourself up and you're physically snacking for longer and sometimes yeah. you just want to be crunching on something and having yeah. a snack and that if you can have it as a bit more of a balance with a bit of everything in um, but you mentioned earlier about people who give up carbs i think if anybody is just listening to this and thinking should i cut out carbs the answer is no yeah. You, you shouldn't and you don't need to you might want to have some meals where it's slightly reduced because you want to make sure you're getting enough protein and enough fruit and veg but we need carbs to feel good our brains love carbs if you are walking or doing running you need carbs to fuel you i ran the london marathon last year and i certainly was eating carbs every day and most meals
1: so carbs are our friends it's exactly. just It's everything in moderation yeah it really is and and I think one of the the biggest things for me when I was at the very start and I would watch videos like this one and people saying it's everything in moderation you know you just need to eat a little bit less of the bad food and move your body a little bit more I'm like if only it was that easy and (laughs) it actually is it really really is but I think the problem is is that we all overcomplicate things and we have it in our mind that it's this treacherous experience and you know if you can if you can only be bothered to sit and do some yoga sit and do some yoga it's better than doing nothing at all if if you can only get out for a 10 minute walk it's better than nothing if you you know i i don't i live in central london i don't go out for a walk when it's dark it's I know. especially as a woman i just don't feel safe so i just don't do it so for me i get up and out in the morning and if I, for whatever reason i don't manage to get out in the morning get fit with rick he is so fun yeah yes there's a, there's, a little, there's a girl as well um i want to say her name's raya oh okay, but sure. she, she does the same kind of thing really okay. fun step workouts and you know, yes, it does take a little. It feels like it's a long time if you're going to do a ten thousand step one. It's like over an hour, but once you yeah. get into it and you get started, they are so fun, so engaging. Yeah. You know, like it doesn't have to be this horrendous experience that we all think <laughs> is. Agreed. Even if you can just, you know, start small adding a healthy breakfast every day yeah week two but the reality is and this is something that like I think about all the times where I've started before every single time I was like well I want to lose this amount of weight in this amount of time so I'm Mm -hmm. gonna do it like this so regimented so that I get to where I want to be and then actually fall off and end up being heavier when I get to that date that I first wanted to to have got to my goal than I was at the start But actually, if you flip that and you say, right, this might take me two years, but every single week I'm going to be in a better position than I was last week. And so this week, I'm just going to go out for a 10 minute walk. Next week, I'm going to have a healthy breakfast every day. Then you add in a healthy lunch. And over time, so it's not this massive shock to your system and you give yourself time to actually find things that you like, because that's what's changed the game for me is actually eating healthy food that i enjoy
0: and that brings us to the end of this episode of the podcast thank you so much for listening don't forget to rate the podcast in itunes or spotify and i hope to see you again next week thanks bye